0: a Dad's Net original podcast.
1: Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads Podcast.
2: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Loose Dads Podcast. We are live streaming half past eight on a Tuesday night, but we're also in your podcast providers of choice like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all those other types of gubbins as well. My name's Jim. It's time to introduce the panel for you before we get going. Uh, it's the week where Taylor Swift has all 10 positions on the US Top 10. So I thought I'd introduce the panel as Taylor Swift songs. Okay. Um, okay. Brad. Brad's known for his edgy comments for <laughs> sort of saying basically the wrong thing at the wrong time. Basically... <laughs> Bringing that unwanted attention, Brad, I knew you were trouble.
3: Ah,
0: yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, we've got Jack. um, He has a sideline, away from his work as a corporate boy at Dad's Net. He uh, has a little sideline buying and selling instruments. And when one of those goes out of his house that he loves, but he's restored it for someone, there are teardrops on my guitar. (laughs)
3: <laughs> hey. Nice.
0: Nice.
2: Sparky is the exuberant one of the bunch. He's always up. He's always lively. He's always perky. Sparky, you need to calm down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Love yes, it. Yes, boys. You need to calm down.
2: <laughs> and I am Cardigan because, you know, I love wearing cardigans. What would hey! I say? Although, know, strange enough choice, not want a cardigan tonight
1: for this show. So, you know, no. off-brand, unfortunately.
0: Oh. <laughs> to be like, on you on you, you
1: knew you were doing that, Jim. You knew you were doing that gag. So, like, you should have had a cardigan on. <laughs> no, it should have. <laughs> you like, come on, mate. It's like, write your own script here, about.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, you see, I thought after Brad's uh, post-vasectomy story, um, where he he gave himself some self-care a bit too soon, after he's vasectomy. me, <laughs> I thought he might be shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> it <is! laughs>
2: I'd just like to take this opportunity to say thank you to Taylor Swift for having so many very descriptive song titles. (laughs) It's not until you've looked through a Wikipedia that you realise that that was actually quite the gift for me today. So thank you, Taylor. (laughs) On the way, we'll look inside the news. We'll find out what's going on there, including the man who's leaving the country at the time when we could probably do with him, although actually on this recent (laughs) form, could we? Do we care? Who knows? And we'll also be answering a big question from the dad's net group as well talking about something that is topical for the week that we're recording this but first of all let's talk about gulp because this is a big thing that we've discovered this week right is that you know every time you do your washing there are seven hundred thousand microplastics that enter the waterways and that has blown our tiny minds i think it's mm. fair to say yeah like, yeah. Who
1: knew uh, that in our fight against plastics, it was more than just putting stuff in the recycling bin that you needed to do. Uh, like, who knew that you, there was plastic in your washing? Like, really? But apparently, like, apparently
0: something like 60% of our clothes have, 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 have plastic fibers in them. And so that's why there's so, many, there's so many microfibers. So we're saying there's a couple of options. One, never
2: wash your clothes. Yeah, that more. is one option or two use gulp this is why gulp exists so it's a plastic free uh, you get plastic free washing it's a sustainably focused innovation company and it's this little thing that hooks up to your machine and it um <clears throat> gulps hey, right? hey. up gulp all the microplastics
3: you see hey. Hey. like the face and, thing is and, I, I i usually look at like all of these sort of products that come out on Kickstarter, and like nine times out of 10, I'm like, Oh, that's a little bit gimmicky for me. Um, But hands down legitimate. This is one where I looked at it and went, you know what, I'm actually going to get one of those because I'm so conscious about what what we're doing to the environment Um, and microplastics are absolutely terrible and they're dreadful everywhere. So uh, Mm -hmm. to have the opportunity to do a little bit, um, obviously the more of us that do it, the better. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting on board with this. This is absolutely phenomenal I mean, for me. And,
0: and the fact that it's got like, there's no filters, there's no disposable parts or anything like that. Brilliant. It's like a one-time thing. You just plug just, it in. And just,
3: just one less thing us as, as men have to worry about changing. Yeah, yeah um, which I'm uh, fine with and better at the <laughs> thing
1: as Jim described it aka the gulp uh, gobble up those microplastics than a beautiful turtle that uh, we love in our seas yes. come on
2: <laughs> uh, you can get involved on Kickstarter you get great discounts um, when the product launches just search for gulp on Kickstarter but we will also put the link into the description of this podcast so make sure that you have a look there right let's have a look inside the news So we are in an age of political turmoil. There is a cost of living crisis. The Bank of England stopping quantitative easing and it's reversing that. Um, We're going to have spending cuts. We're going to have higher taxes. That's what we've been told. We've got problems at immigration camps, both caused by random members of the public and also of the Home Secretary, apparently. Uh,
3: We've I mean, yeah, this, this sounds like a lovely world to be in, Jim. I was going to oh, say, hey. Jim, like you're, you're catastrophizing me a bit. Give me some good news. <laughs> well, the good
2: news, I suppose, if you don't like politicians, is that one of them's leaving the country. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you think at, at the time, I know Matt Hancock, right, is not in the cabinet anymore. And he, I think he's basically gone, oh, I can't be bothered with any of this. But it probably is the time... We were, just a week or so ago, having a go at Boris Johnson for going off on holiday when he should have been in Parliament representing his constituents, and that was fair. But now he's come back, and it's Matt Hancock who's going to leave for however many weeks, we don't know, because he's going on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Mm -hmm. He's going to be appearing on that. He's going to be eating a kangaroo's penis rather than (laughs) helping out the people of West Suffolk or wherever his constituency
0: is. Better a kangaroo's penis than one of his co-workers. What? Hey. He didn't hey. did no, 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 hey. I know what you're saying, mate. I was trying to be satirical and uh, crushed a bush. Hey,
1: (laughs) let's just say, though, as we've learned from uh, over COVID, he's keen for a bush-tucker trial. No Uh,
2: way. (laughs) On on a very serious note, um, being an MP is one of those jobs where you think, you know, you get quite long holidays, you should be there in term time. Like with teachers, all right? Sparky, your other half is a teacher. She's not going to go, I'm just booking a fortnight in Magaluf just in the middle of the summer a term right absolutely so you're paying the extra money to go on holiday during the school holidays because you have to because when her job's on she needs to be there doing a job mm. as an MP you
1: should probably do that as well right uh, like a hundred percent and and also he shouldn't be able to have fun like I'm a celebrity I'm sorry <laughs> like I'm sorry like, as a fan of someone who enjoys I'm a celebrity um, uh, Matt Hancock for everything that's happened to him in the last two years in, in what he's been putting into his job one, he's not a celebrity. If the show was called "I'm a Bell End," get me in here, then, uh, <laughs> then, uh, like, he's, he's like another one. There, sometimes like, it party, might be. It's in his name. It's in his name. Fuck. I mean. But you know, this is the only thing where he's going to get a lot of votes. uh, (laughs) Because he's going to get voted to do the Bush Tucker trial every single
0: time. And um, talking about that, like he was voted in as an MP. He was voted in to do a job for the public. And he's just gone. Hold on. ITV. This this one's more money. (laughs) Yeah. This one's more money. I'm going to do this one. And like, like, if anything proves that MPs are, like, just out for themselves and not out for the people they're actually supposed to serve, it's it's shit like this.
2: He has had the Tory whip taken away from him, so he is no longer actually a Tory MP. He's now a an independent MP who's not where he should be. He's not um, an MP, right? Like, and is uh, what, about 10 years after Nadine Doris did the same thing. Now you'd say this would be the end of Matt Hancock's career. Nadine Doris bizarrely managed to come back and then hold quite a high office until recently. Mm-hmm. And now she's going into the House of Lords, which shows another thing that's wrong with society as well. But, <laughs> but, that, but um, that's, the,
0: that's the Boris media circus, isn't it? He, he loves people who have been you know on TV shows like him. <laughs> That's, yeah. And so, right. so if Matt Hancock had done this whilst Boris was still in power, he'd have been like oh, well, Deputy Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> but, but would it,
1: Matt Hancock be a candidate for it if he hadn't had the, you know, the dramatic sordid affair in the middle of COVID? Like that sort of has that sort of no. pushed him up this not I don't I'm not using the term celebrity to describe him because I don't agree with that. But is that made him more of a I don't know, Com- like, you know, in the public eye, more so, and is that why he's right for I'm a Celebrity? Because it's like, oh, we can get some juicy gossip. Well, it's, and maybe more. It's either
2: that. It's either the fact that he was, you know, breaking his own COVID laws by bunking up with one of his co-workers, or it's the fact that he failed <laughs> abysmally to provide the right PPE for doctors yeah. and people like that. And uh, uh, and one of those two, I don't know which of those reasons is the better reason to be famous enough to go on. I'm a celebrity, but probably yeah. he makes
0: me angry. He's going to get paid more money. guys. I, colossally shit at his job.
3: I think, I think, I think I've worked this out, right? He's so you're well, his, you're his manager or boss, whatever, whatever the position is. And you're like, prime minister. (laughs) man, I really need to. Yeah. But he probably there's someone else who signs off on the, like, you know, you know, like the, the hierarchy system just never ends. And this person's sitting there going, I really need to get rid of him. Redundancy pay is going to be far too much. Um, Wait, let's Australia. That's got like the world's deadliest snakes, (laughs) scorpions and (laughs) spiders. Statistically, the odds of maybe him being stung or bitten by one is pretty good. If I backhand pace some of the medics to just ignore him for a good 10, 15 <laughs> minutes after he pleas for help. <laughs> Maybe, and then clean yeah. back on his life insurance because they probably put a life insurance policy out on him so they'll get money anyway. So it's like, well, if, his,
1: if his life insurance is as good as his PPE, he's done for anyway, Matt. Well, I was going to say <laughs> that's
2: what they could do. Just send him out into the bush and go, Matt, you've got a bin bag. Do with it what you will. <laughs> good, good luck, mate.
1: Good, <laughs> good Like, it is though, the bit that's infuriating about it for just the, the normos in the world is that, well, absolutely, he's won again from messing up his job, like being, he's won from being terrible at his job. And I feel like that's the thing that, that a lot of people are going to find hard to swallow. I really do hope that Chris Moyles or one of the other celebs on there corners him and gives him a really hard time. Like, and they show it on TV. Like this one's on ITV to really like, I don't know, show a moment where he could have to explain himself a bit because, it, it normally it, this is his chance to to show a normal side of politics, like to to have a wall broken down that we don't normally see through. And I, I hope that's the positive that can come out of this. But him getting paid for it, nah, that's out of It'd order. Isn't it would be
2: fascinating if someone does take him to task, and maybe Chris Moyles is the person to do he's, that. I don't know. He's a, he's an interviewer, isn't he? Because you remember when George Galloway went into Celebrity Big Brother, and <laughs> uh, like Preston from the Ordinary Boys was in at the same time. Hey. What a bizarre time. Uh, and <laughs> there was one point where, you know, because George Galloway is a very complex man with a lot of complex things going on. And it would have been fascinating for someone to have le- dug a little bit deeper. But all I think pre- happened was Preston from the audience always went, you're friends with Saddam Hussein! And ran away. And that was <laughs> a bit like, I mean, I'd like to know a bit more about that. Uh,
0: sorry, that's <laughs> not even the George Galloway highlight of that series. Well, the no, George Galloway no, highlight... Right. Is him pretending to be a cat. To be a cat.
1: Yes, of course. Which is the, one of the creepiest things I've seen on telly. And I used to watch Euro trash as a kid. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's real creepy, man. Do you think
2: that Rishi Sunak is actually what he's doing? He is sending out one by one his MPs onto reality TV shows to see if they will get voted for and you know it, it, it goes, right okay matt hancock was quite popular maybe we'll win the next election i don't know let's send a few more out onto dancing on ice and things like that and see if the public like them or not it'd be
0: like a market research that they could be doing i don't know i i think this is just tory mp's going we're coming to the end of the road like we need yeah. new career paths <laughs> what yeah can what i i
2: genuinely think that could well be the thing isn't it it's certainly like, with
0: matt hancock
2: <laughs> yeah this is the end of the road for me I, I think if on a serious note he should probably have waited till after the uh covid inquiry had happened because that's, oh. that's still only at the next little sort of phase
1: going it's, but but we've got the least of joy of that at least we can see one day where itv show matt hancock cleaning out the dunny and he's gonna have to turf out one of chris moyle's thunder turds uh, after they've done a bush tucker trial and that's some of the punishment that Matt Hancock deserves and so I'll be happy to see that at least well okay good so we've decided probably shouldn't be going there um Sparky have you got a new story this week uh yeah I do actually um and it's
0: it's a parenting kind of base one actually guys because I don't know we do this every week every week we you all come in with news stories, and when Jim says, "Sparky, have you got a news story?" You go, "I have actually."
3: Just, well, just I, luckily, oh, luckily yeah. I'm prepared. <laughs> or, or actually, funny. actually, know why, Jack? Jack, it's because he, he he opens up his phone and goes, oh, SJ, she did it. Yes, I do, actually. <laughs> well, Jim, funny you should ask whether I've got a news yeah. story. I've
1: got one here, selected, and it's a parent-based one. Seems this is a parent-based podcast. Um, I thought this through this evening. Um, but I just wondered, actually, what your your thoughts on this one, because it's uh, the headline is, Mum changes son's name after six months because she felt uncomfortable with it. And and it just took me back to the actual time of, like, when you're thinking about naming your kid. And I think that's one of the most high-pressure situations of your life. Agreed? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So does it say what the names were? Yeah, yeah. I'd just like so to know that. Okay, like, I'll give you that information then. So her son was called Aspen for six months. She mm. named her son Aspen um, and was worried that he'd be ridiculed or whatever. And um, so really went with a much safer name by changing it to Luke after six months old. <laughs> right.
0: um, but Aspen,
1: Aspen. I, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know what's particularly wrong with Aspen. Um, like, I mean, these days, a lot of people are going for more, I don't know, let's Street just say base out their names. Yeah. I mean, if- well, it's a ski resort. So yeah, maybe
2: they just thought it would go downhill after a while.
1: the thing is guys um you know you can think it through as much like because you do you think you know when you come to name your kids you're thinking about like okay uh, instantly just rule out names of people i hated at school like the bullies or whatever it's like they're naturally going to be a bully because i've got the same name as the bully at our school or something so we cancelled those out um like we cancelled out i don't know ones that are difficult to spell or to people to pronounce because I've got a surname that's mm-hmm. difficult enough to pronounce. So, like, let's just keep it straightforward. Right. But even the most basic name, like Mark, um, uh, Mark, I, I still got bullied. Mark the Park, the big fat walk still came out at school. Uh, so <laughs> they were really trying hard there.
0: Weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: but really, you can't, you can't preempt um, what you know what's going to happen with your kid's name. Sure. you just no. Well, it. I know that for sure. Because my daughter was born
2: in November twenty thirteen. And uh we we liked the name Elsie, but there were a few Elsie's around. And we are like, well, I think there's gonna be quite a few in her year, so let's not go for that. Let's go for something that's similar but not quite the same. How about Elsa? Yeah. There's not gonna Lovely. be any other Elsa's, are there? <laughs> Three weeks later. Three weeks later, I'm pushing around in the pram. I'm listening to the Kermode and Mayo Film Review podcast. And they talk about this new animated film. They downplayed it a little bit, if anything. But they're like, oh, yeah, and there's a main character called Elsa in it. And it's like, okay, Frozen, right, good. And to me, it just sounded like a bit of a throwaway thing. Uh, Obviously, that film went on to become the greatest selling animated film of all time. And uh, and it looks to everyone like we're those weird people who like Disney, even though, you know, we're adults. And,
0: yeah, come on, uh, Jim.
1: You know you've got a Winnie the Pooh hoodie somewhere.
0: Fleece. Winnie the Pooh fleece. What's, what's your excuse Jim. for poor little Quasimodo, your
3: son? <laughs> Jim. Yeah? It sounds like you just need to let it go.
1: Oh.
2: Hey. Actually, as it happened though, we were like, "Oh god, there's going to be loads of Elses around," and there aren't really, and there are three Elses in her year, so we were right yeah, to go really. with that. In the
0: end, you were right to go with Elsa. <laughs> yeah, but- so
1: in the end, we won. But changing it after six months, well, could you do that? Like, could uh, would you? Would you
3: just? It's, it, uh, it, it's a slip. It's schle- no, no, no. To me, it sounds like she's making a mountain out of a molehill. Um, but like, yeah. I, I, you resort out of a molehill. <laughs> Eh? Hey, a ski you. resort out of a molehill. Yeah. yeah. If um, you're
1: Aspen, me, it's 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 nothing wrong with it.
3: So. But I can get it though, but then then again, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't choose the name like Aspen because I'd be like, oh ass, like th- that would be the first thing that pops in my mind. Like, yeah, ass, ass, As. yeah, yeah. Oh, Aspen, okay. Aspen, so English. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think to be honest though, if she feels that there's a chance that the child might get ridiculed better change it sooner rather than later.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're not, they're not t- attached to it at yeah. six months. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. About that. Um, yeah. Probably about that age for Harry. I started questioning whether I'd got my kids names the wrong way around. I was like, Hmm, does Jacob look more like a Harry and Harry's more of a Jacob. <laughs> <Take him>. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I decided to keep it as it was.
2: Yeah, that's imagine swapping the names of your kids. Around. That, oh. like, that would be a great story for well, one of these.
1: But well, yeah. what's your name, Nan? Like, there you go. The Harry, Jake, Jacob, Harry,
0: Jack. Jake, or Jack. Colin,
1: ah. or one.
0: <laughs> I, I've started doing that. I've started doing that. <laughs> yeah.
2: if that's called abject tiredness, Jack. I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm there. I'm there. Uh, Jack, have you got a news story? Oh, yeah,
0: I do, actually. Oh,
3: do you? Um, okay, good. Yeah, like what you no, did. It's, it's lucky,
0: isn't it, that everyone I ask has got one. <laughs> <laughs> Still not sure that Brad will, though. Well, that's the uh, that's the risk factor, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, Twitter. We all know it's been bought by Elon Musk now, right? <laughs> the most elusive thing on Twitter is the blue tick. How do you get mm-hmm. the blue tick? Oh, how do you get mm-hmm. verified? Oh, it's so, so important. You know, some people really think it's important. Well, now you're going to be able to buy a blue tick for just $8 a month.
2: No. <laughs> They've decided Shut that,
0: up. that is the price of a blue tick verification is $8 a month. Um, and you will, you will basically get, um, priority and replies mentions and search uh, bit, ability to post long and audio half as many ads blah blah, blah 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 um it sounds to me like
1: elon's looking for a way to pay that 35 <laughs> billion pound bill i tell you, tell you what
2: people will that. pay that as well yeah, yeah. yeah. people are, some people are desperate to be verified and i don't understand it because people ask me they're like oh have you tried to be verified and i'm like no what I don't, <laughs> I don't understand why what that would bring to my life other than mm. uh and let's get this right it's a white tick on a blue background it's not a blue tick.
0: Uh, yes yes okay yeah.
2: okay sorry okay
3: sorry. <laughs> you've been schooled jim's got <laughs> <Okay>. the pendant <laughs> tick
1: <laughs> yeah surely it. you want to give me one of those yeah if you're good enough to be verified which is like obviously a superstar celebrity or someone of a high status that that you know doesn't want to be imitated surely Twitter should be paying you for bringing people to the platform, for bringing content to the platform. Like you shouldn't be paying them as far as I'm like, that's, I feel like it's a reverse on how TikTok works and all the other ones. Like yeah. don't they tend to pay the blue tickers because they bring I, I think there'll
0: to be, the platform. There'll be something, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll shift things around so that that, that shakes out in the wash, I think. Cause the other thing he's done is fire the entire nine person board And made Mm. himself the sole director. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm sure at some point on a whim, he'll be like, hold on. (laughs) We should be paying people. Yeah.
2: Has anyone, uh, are you on
3: Twitter? I used to be, but I gave up on it ages ago. Jeez, it was so hard to just find motivation in it, man. It was just (laughs) negative central. I
1: has
0: become a very toxic place, Twitter, really, it has. Yeah I I've, I, I've, I've I mean, got I, it I've, but I just use it for basketball just to keep up with basketball right. people
2: cuz I use it for what I do for I do kind of Yorkshire blog content and stuff and it's quite good for finding people who are connected in that sort of way and mm. you know kind mm. of people who can then pass you content on and stuff but yeah, when you get into people's discussions and stuff, oh, it can be really horrible. But mm. loads of people going, oh, I'm, I'm boycotting it because Elon Musk's taken over, right? I mean, you know, if you're going to boycott t- any time any megalomaniac billionaire takes over <laughs> a, a company that you like, you're not going to be going to many companies. No. You know, that's what no. happens. That's how it all works, you know. Yeah.
3: Um I mean... It- I'm 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 boycotting Facebook now, Jim.
2: Well, not my <laughs> <Facebook> choice. You're <laughs> boycotting you. Yeah, it's, it's, you've been cancelled, Brad, and it's
1: about bloody time too, mate. The controversial one. <laughs> yeah, we all
2: needed to go onto Facebook to do something the other day, and Brad has conveniently been banned so he didn't have to do any work. <laughs> Funny that, isn't it?
3: I love it. And they won't accept your fake license. I know. I know, right? It says I'm 21. I was born in Barcelona and they just won't (laughs) accept it. man. Uh, Right, Brad, do you have a news story?
2: Of course I do, Jim. Didn't get it off Facebook though, did you? Of course I do.
3: No, I didn't. (laughs) Uh, I didn't. Uh, At least, you know, with me off of Facebook, all the conspiracy theories will start to slow down.
0: Oh, Um, that's good. Yeah. (laughs) All
3: right. So I've got two. One is a news story, which I'm gonna Oh fudge. It's oh, oh guys, sorry, I clicked the button. Um yeah, so one is a news news story. I'm I'm reviving an old character. Oh, oh okay. okay. Do you guys remember Bricard?
2: Okay. It okay. was that the that the ghost, was it? Yes. Oh okay. they got married yesterday. Oh, so what was the woman's name? The singer songwriter. And he definitely yeah, she's wasn't Br- saying it to promote a SoundCloud.
3: Yeah, no, she's she's Bricard, and um, oh, her husband Ricard. is Eduardo. Oh, Eduardo, of oh, course, oh, sorry.
2: How could I forget?
3: Have <laughs> I seen her? Was she on this morning this week with Holly and Phil? Was that? I wouldn't have a clue, dude. I don't know, but um, I was just absolutely elated to see that she's made it for the third time in the news within the last two years. <laughs> That's, you know, she, t- she told us about her orgasms with the ghost when they first met. Then she came out and said sh- they were going to get married. And um, her Eduardo was looking to invite Elvis and Marilyn Monroe to the wedding, which, was, which is magical, right? And now so 31st of October, Halloween, they got married. I mean, this is just, Perfect. this is Romeo and Juliet. Yeah on like a whole other level guys i'm sorry i, I do i don't think anyways sorry sparky this is more important than your wedding recently yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah. what i was just about to say yeah i hope
1: yeah. they get the afterglow like I did uh, for the week <laughs> uh, that's how
3: you call
0: it he, he, we, we he, all call that the newlywed phrase <laughs> but do you think
1: um do you think he put the willies upper on her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was the um, woman she was on this morning so i've just checked it like
3: it, 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 you know what man it's like it's crazy that she's needed to marry a ghost like i've seen Dude, i mean it's crazy that the media have been entertaining her for so long on this bloody hey. story <laughs> sorry <laughs> no sparky
0: are you saying it's crazy that she needed to marry a ghost <laughs> yeah. well, what i'm gonna say <laughs> is we just, because we just because deconstruct like, that sentence <laughs> okay <laughs> I, of I, all I the things right. that are crazy
1: <laughs> okay right
0: I'm just saying
1: though
0: I, I feel she, like at any point she could have married a human yeah
1: yeah 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 Yeah. 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 okay right no I think she isn't even like
0: to me. Yeah.
3: yeah 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 although like I haven't read the article properly and I don't know if it mentions too much about her solo career maybe she's kind of drifted away from that now
2: but Throted anyway away, has she? yeah, we, yeah <laughs>
3: that's <laughs> it yeah <laughs> Um, and then the other story was just a bit of a personal one. So um, I'm at work today and I get a text message from my mom of a package that is absolutely disintegrated. The packaging has been disintegrated. So she sends me a message because I don't know if you remember whenever the, the postman throw packages over, the dog mauls a package and sometimes it's my antidepressants and then I have to take him to the vet to have his stomach pumped. Anyway, yeah. so I thought <laughs> – I saw this package and I thought oh my god he's attacked another package but it turns out it wasn't um, it was just the actual weather and the the rain had kind of disintegrated the the cardboard right okay so I, I said I'm like I said to him, I'm like I, what is it I, I'm not expecting anything so she just responds and says lingerie now <laughs> what what happened was A few days ago, tell me your dogs
0: in the lingerie. Tell me, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. (laughs) Choking on a thong. Thankfully, (laughs) thankfully,
3: thankfully he was on the other side of the house. Right, we cordoned (laughs) off the front and the back garden. But so a few days ago, Shay bought some unmentionables for our impending trip to the Maldives. oh, nice. nice. And um, it just happens that, and there was some toys, and it just happens that my eldest and my mom grabbed this package together, and all of it crumbled. And oh, no.
0: <laughs> so it oh. turns
3: out that Logan helped my mom take said unmentionables to our bedroom and place them on the bed.
0: Oh, God.
3: Oh. And, uh, yeah, and he wants to know why – sorry, then Cole wants to know why mommy's ordering funny-looking dresses. <laughs> Okay,
1: he's got. Yeah. yeah, he's got a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. And I'm why sure.
1: have you got a new joystick, Dad? What console's that for?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> why? Why is there a ring for a chicken? I don't understand. Why? Why is it? There... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, oh. When they say uh, discreet packaging, they mean. Yeah, but this... that's the thing. They told Shay it's discreet packaging. Okay, but because the, the the bloody postman just lopped it over into the into the weather. It literally just all crumbled on the thing. So as soon as my mom and Logan picked it up, it just. Went... <laughs> hey. The
2: thing is, that's probably better for the environment. So, it, I mean, mm, yeah. not good for your uh, mental well-being, probably, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> awkward <laughs> conversations that you might be having in the next
3: few days. Well, <laughs> I know oh. the boys just keep randomly bringing it up. They're just like, I don't understand why mommy needs a new black dress. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, oh. why why is <laughs> Mummy bought eggs that we can't eat? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that, I thought that is that a toy for the dog? That looks like something the <laughs> yeah, yeah. playing with.
0: I just had visions, <laughs> dude, different that, kind of that, bone.
3: That, yeah, I was.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just had visions that the dog had literally had attacked some of the toys oh. and then swallowed the batteries, and I had to take him to get his stomach pumped uh. and be like, "Yeah, he's he's
2: <laughs> he swallowed a sex toy." Every time Dad. he barks, he buzzes.
3: Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: sorry, somehow he's, you know, he's, a, he's, a, he,
3: he's a Labrador, <laughs> he's used to chasing rabbits. Oh, no, uh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey. Hey.
2: oh, you can always rely on Brad. He's done two corkers of two stories there. That's just perfect. Uh, this well,
0: sorry, is sorry, I, I like to watch the live people live, American people listening at any point and uh, it was going up, 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 up then Brad made that joke and it went right down
2: <laughs> <laughs> as is only right uh, we'll be answering a big question very soon on Loose Dads from DadsNet is coming up on Loose Dads what's it called? <laughs> not sure if you're aware this is called Loose Dance.
0: Um, so all the way
2: through that. We are also part of Dadsnet. And uh, Dadsnet has got together with Farshore. Uh, we've teamed up to run a study on the positive impacts of dads who regularly read to their children. So what we've done is uh, we've got a load of books from Farshore uh, given to a load of dads, and they're having a little uh, read every night with their kids and filling in a diary and... Uh, just basically keeping us updated with how they're getting on. We're all part of this as well. So how's it going for everyone? We're quite a few weeks in now. So um, are you is that routine still going on, that reading every night routine? How's, how's it going for you, Sparky? You're having a bit of trouble with uh, Jackson not wanting to read the books that
1: you had. Well, one of my favourite things about this is that it's child-led, isn't it? Like, so we're trying to actually encourage, like, from the start, we try to encourage the kids to pick the books. And so, like, when it comes to reading them, we sort of, like, encourage them to. So, I mean, we spend a lot of afternoons reading because that's when me and Jackson spend a lot of our time together. Um, And so, and I remember, oh, we're doing that thing for Varshall, so I better do some reading with Jackson. (laughs) And... um, the, uh, actually, today has um, been funny because uh, we've had a, another package. We've had this new like dinosaur book that, that's come, which I was trying to get him to read through with me. But also on the side, um, we had uh, a, a couple of new cookbooks as wedding presents, uh, which we've had. And... He just wants to read the cookbook
3: now. <laughs> like so, uh,
1: we've got these lovely books that Farshaw sent through, but all he wants to do is look through the cookbooks. And he just calls every uh, there was a, a soup section which he was just calling slop, which is from Swashbuckler. <laughs> he, he, so he's like swap, slop, slop. Um, but but it is going great. Like he's he's definitely through this whole thing that we've been doing. He he's. I don't know it's definitely upped his awareness of books. He was he was already quite aware of them anyway, but yeah, the, that moment of sitting down and he, and he noticed that I like to try and take the book to read it to him, and he's like, no, no, "I'll do it, I'll do it." He's a very independent young man <laughs> for nearly three, and he although can't read, he likes to just have the book <clears throat> and be turning the pages. So, I mean, definitely we we're it's really hitting home with us here at my house anyway. So it's good, boys. What about yourselves? I um,
0: Jack, how's it going for you? So we were reading Stig of the Dump and it, it sort of, it's really sparked something in Jake. They're doing Stone Age at school. Um And we went for a walk and normally like I'll be looking for a nice chunky stick, you know, a nice walking stick. <laughs> and the kids always have to have a stick as well. But this time Jake was looking for a club. It had to be like <laughs> Stig's club. He was saying, I want Stig's club. So it was, um, it was really nice to see that sort of what we'd been reading together come alive outside of just reading together at bedtime. Um, yeah. I thought it was really nice. Hey. Brad, how's it going for you? Um,
2: hopefully they're reading the right sort of things and not any of your, uh, <laughs> not the, <Carver's laughs> <reality>. the <manuals. laughs> Gaming on manuals. <that. laughs>
3: uh, I, um, I mean, it's, it's going fantastically well. I mean, like, uh, like I said to, to Jack a couple of weeks ago, I was like, Jack, I'm really struggling to fill in my diary entries because like the boys have always loved <laughs> reading. So I'm like, dear diary today was good. They enjoyed reading <laughs> day two, dear diary. It was a good one again. They enjoyed reading, <laughs> you know? Um, but it's, it just, I mean, I, I've always been an advocate for reading with your kids. Um, and I've always said, I don't read for myself, but I love that time I get with them because that's my time. Shay doesn't do any reading with them. So it's, it's our time. And every single night without fail, they'll always be like, are you reading? Are you reading? Are you reading? And tonight they're like, are you reading? I'm like, no, I'm going to the podcast. That takes priority over you. <laughs> yeah. um, You're right as well. Yeah, right. yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, but I love it. I absolutely love it. I've always loved it. And if there's any dads out there that I haven't gotten into it, it is just it's just one of those things. And I and I I would always suggest trying to be like as animated as you can be with the characters, with the story. Um it just helps their little imagination. Um and like every single chapter. So the, the book we're reading at the minute, which when I think we're nearly done, it's the chapters are very short. Um you know, usually you get like eight or nine pages. This is like four. So, like, they'll always tell me whether or not they feel that that chapter ended on a cliffhanger. And if it's ended on a the cliffhanger, then I have to read the next one. Yeah, right, right, right. So, they don't, so they don't go to bed on a cliffhanger because they got no patience. <laughs> so good news. Yeah. Love it, Jim. It's an it's amazing experience. I love it. Always have. Jim, how's it
1: going with you? Like, what about... Like, is Elsa loving her books? Yeah, she's loving it. Um, it's quite nice.
2: It's nice to have a routine because uh, we are now 12 weeks into our five-week building job and the kids are in the sleeping in the same bed still three months in. And... And it's just a nice thing to have to take away from the frustration and anger. They both haven't been in that situation, <laughs> and uh, I have as well. Uh, to kind of calm them down before bedtime, so that's that's what we're using it for at the moment. And um, yeah, that's good. Uh, this is Loose Dad's front dad's net. Let us answer the big question of the week. The big question of the week. If you want to know more about that um, study that we're doing with Far Short, then uh, what you need to do is go to the website link in the uh, website in the podcast description. You can find out more about that. Right on the um, Dad's Net forums, we asked this question earlier today because we're doing the live stream on the week where we end with Bonfire Night on Saturday night, which is the perfect night for Bonfire Night, right, really. So we wanted to know your strongest memories of Bonfire Night as a kid. Loads of people responded to this. It's like a properly evocative time of the year. Um, Jack, what are your memories of of Bonfire Night?
0: My memories of Bonfire Night, uh, we always used to go to the uh, firework display Bonfire Night at, at my primary school and it was panda pops space raiders yes! and uh, and you know those those real crappy burgers cooked on a barbecue by like the pe teacher or something <laughs>
2: <laughs> i remember anyone get food poisoning cuz i think you know when the when the pe <laughs> teacher cooks a burger probably 17 18% are going to
0: and then there's some kind of food poisoning, <laughs> but that's not part of the fun, I right? That might have been it. Yeah, yeah.
2: Explosions hey. in the sky, explosions everywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do you like? Is this just a Yorkshire? I don't know if this is a Yorkshire thing at um, a bonfire night, but ginger parking as a kind of a food because I think yeah, bonfire night and food go together quite well, as you've just shown there, Jack. Ginger yeah. parking is like a proper Yorkshire bonfire night food. Is that anyone else's experience? No
1: that's a northern thing definitely jim you're like. all missing out you're all missing it. it's amazing what
0: is I'm it really cool. what
1: what what it's happening? like a like a new car is it type thing jim come on in. no again. it's just I... like a ginger
2: cake but it just tastes amazing it's just really beautiful it's like properly nice on a kind of cold bonfire night uh with a cup there. of tea oh a cup of tea yes definitely <laughs> <laughs> perfect sniff some
1: of this parking out i'm going to try and find some jim
2: I'll send some down from the uh, from God's own country to uh, <laughs> you. please, your please, southerners please. to your southerners. <laughs> um, Brad, bonfire night—I I imagine not a massive thing in South Africa because you know we celebrate because of what happened here.
3: Yeah, well, no, no, no. We um, we like to steal traditions as well. Okay, good um, I news. Mean, I mean, England likes to steal countries and lands we okay. just like <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah that's uh, a top rad comment right there <laughs> <laughs> um, like uh, growing up i remember it being a big thing like people would make it a thing like you'd event there was nothing there was no traditional sort of food or drink to go with it but it would always be like oh so and so is is having fireworks at their house on the fifth should we all go and then like a group of you it was just another excuse to have a whole group of people get together and get drunk i think um which was great when you're 11 years old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but i I, oh, yeah. I have I have great memories of going to like family friends' houses and like you know when the council puts on like a spectacle with fireworks. Like most people in South Africa would do that in their house like in their right. garden and stuff like that. It was always, it was really good. Always magical. See, that used to be definitely
2: like a, a bigger thing here, I think, people doing their own firework displays. I think that's happening less and less, isn't it? People going yeah. to the, the kind of public ones. But firework night was always like your dad with a big tin, like a biscuit tin <laughs> full yeah. of fireworks yeah. and like shoving them in a milk bottle and then lighting them and running away. And despite <laughs> what they said on the TV about not going back to them, edging back a little bit. They weren't setting off (laughs) just to see them fly off and then realize why they tell you not to go back to a lit firework.
0: I I remember the top shelf in the kitchen. My dad had like this giant rocket he'd been given one year and it, and it just sat up there for, I don't know whether it was for a year, but I remember it just always being up there. Like one day we will light this (laughs) bad idea of a firework.
1: (laughs) Well, uh my memory of the, like, this sort of thing was when, uh, when we, my mum used to have people around and we used to have like, a tiny garden, which was not big enough to have the amount of people in it and definitely wasn't uh, big enough to be the distance away from the fireworks you needed to be when you lit them um and they and always had a friend uh and uh, well my mum's friend ann and colin who uh, used to come around they didn't have kids themselves so they, they had a little bit less disregard for safety around children <laughs> would bring they every year it was like the thing like ann and colin would bring the ridiculous firework to the party and they would like a big girthy bazooka type thing that was like be 30 feet away from it dig it halfway into the ground and we'd just be like yeah you're right like put some bricks around it and it'd be like, <gasps> like take off literally scare cats four miles away but you know that that was definitely a memory like a great that my mum always used to put on a little uh fireworks party for for the mates and that was always a good time so we um,
2: did a- we asked this in the in the group uh, and on that kind of theme of danger one of the replies <laughs> about the strongest memory of bonfire nights was my mum getting hit with a firework straight through the chin and into her chest oh, yeah. just missed the lungs and heart. I was terrified. I imagine she was a little bit more scared. <laughs> oh, like... Okay. Sounds pretty serious.
0: <laughs> <Good>. so, <laughs> this is your annual reminder to not play with fireworks. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Bloody There's hell. a great fireworks safety article on dadsnet.com. Yay! Of,
3: uh, <laughs> the, um, was, was, um, I mean, I don't know if it is now. We're, we're, growing up, were bang snaps ever a thing for you guys? The ones you throw on the ground? Yeah, those little things that you always yeah. like trying like, to oh, yeah. throw them at your mates and like, oh! I'm I actually had a box of them the other day.
0: Did you? With, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, are, no, they, are they still
3: as fun? Or?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, they are, yes.
3: get, it's like you would do this most like you'd throw them at your mates to try and see if you could get hit them hard enough that it'll pop on them. Or you try and step on them as well to see if you could get enough force to pop. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it just great, man. Oh, I'm going to have to get some just <laughs> for like the nostalgia. dude. And then when we all get together, I'm just going to, Peg you guys with them. <laughs> okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can keep I don't need any of that, thank you, Brad. <laughs> you can keep
1: that,
0: save that for the Moldives, mate. The
3: <laughs>
0: so you had you had bang snaps, fireworks night. Did you ever have glow sticks on firework night? I remember them being a big thing, and that was someone uh Lewis on Facebook said uh his he remembers stood freezing his tiny balls off in the rain with a glow stick. <laughs> And I remember the anti-climax of one of those spinny glow things or a glow stick or something like that that you bought while you were there. Yeah, that, yeah, and then you, the next day it's gone a very
2: pale yellow and yes. you have to put it in the freezer to make it work again, but yes. it never does yeah, again. It. It, yeah.
1: and, and the reason you got a glow stick rather than a sparkler was because your parents had been terrified half to death by that advert that used to be on about always wear gloves when holding a sparkler. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'll never never touch it, it again. Ne- oh, God, oh, yeah. That kid burning himself. <laughs> You
2: know, I, I've, I put that. I did put that in the article actually on dadsnet.com. I put a link to that video because remember, no, it? I just—it's one of the big uh, fireworks day memories for me.
1: And just watching that and going,
2: I will never pick it up off the floor
1: yeah. ever again. We had oh. we had sparklers at the wedding the other week, and I was like, nobody touch them again once you put them down, like because like, the advert just terrorizes me for life, Jim. It really does, mate. Uh, Can I run through
0: a couple of the other food related ones? You know, you were saying food and firework night seem to go together really well. Loads of the comments on Facebook were about food and stuff that I had never considered with firework night. So the first one was potatoes in the fire. So many people were saying that's like a real bonfire night tradition for them. Wrap it in tinfoil, shove it in the fire. Yeah,
2: yeah, to go just alongside the hedgehog, yeah.
0: <laughs> Open up the potato, put the hedgehog in. <laughs> mm. Delicious. Put the
2: little uh, cheese and pineapple on the spine of the hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Multi-purpose.
0: <laughs> but the one that really got me was uh, Chris that said, uh, going to a bonfire with my dad and being introduced to eating marrow fat peas in white vinegar from a polystyrene cup. Using a chip. Oh. <laughs> oh God! Okay,
1: that's that's quite a Nottingham tradition. They do that at Goose Fair. That's it. There, really? Have, uh, yeah, mushy peas, or like Marafat mushy peas, mint sauce and vinegar. Like, and that's like it's it's that everyone gets excited to go and have their mushy peas at Goose Fair in Nottingham. It's like I have found that out since I've moved here to the Midlands. So we've Get got parking the up the North, peas in the Midlands and
2: uh, hedgehogs I'll down south. I'll be honest,
1: we win. Um,
3: <laughs> I just think that's
2: undisputed, pretty much. Uh, there was another one that said uh, baked potatoes wrapped in tinfoil and Heinz tomato soup in plastic cups. That's uh, yeah. a very Classic. specific memory. Yeah, Rock. yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> good
1: time of year, though. Really is a good time of year for bonfire Night. Everyone loves it.
2: But I'm going to make someone else Set off the fireworks for me this year. I'm just paying to go somewhere. <laughs> I just don't need, don't need the hassle. Because as someone said, uh, my memory is nearly dying. Mostly because it was the 80s, and that's what
0: happened.
1: <laughs> Everyone's got a story of a failed Catherine Will as well. You've either burned down your shed, your neighbour's fence, or it's just not worked. <laughs> and it's just like that's that's how Catherine Will's work. Yeah,
2: don't put it on something wooden. Come on, guys. <laughs> it's the only thing you-
1: get into Jim
2: what Uh, this is Lee's Dads from DadsNet thank you very much for listening we would love you to listen again and we'll be back next week live streaming 8.30 Tuesday night Or you can catch up with us audio-wise on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all that lot as well. Um, Please tell a friend about it. Get them to listen as well. It'd be lovely if we increased our audience through recommendations like that. And you can also just go and leave us a review, five-star review, and uh, really lovely comments on Apple Podcasts. goes a long way to pushing us up in
0: the charts. Thank you very much, Sparky. Thanks, team. Thank you to Jack. Thank you. And let's not remember... Uh, let's not forget, rather, that Sparky was outraged that a woman would rather marry a ghost when she was totally <laughs> doable. And thank you to
2: Brad. Thank you very much, guys. Now he's got a lot of explaining to do to his kids, so he needs to go. Um, we will see you next week. This is Loose Dads from Dad's Net.
1: Loose Dads, a Dad's Net original podcast.